There are many ways people listen to Vision, including in cars through the Vision app. The Vision app is compatible with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. So if you have mobile coverage, you can stream any of Vision's live radio channels in crystal clear quality and enjoy a growing range of on-demand podcasts all on the go. There are other ways to connect your phone to your vehicle speakers too. You can see detailed instructions when you Google ways to listen to Vision. However and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. As you may know, this Saturday is Australia's National Day of Thanks. So let's explore one of the benefits of having such a day, a reminder to instill in our children the amazing virtue of gratitude. One of the ambassadors for this year's National Day is Michelle Mitchell. She's a parenting expert and is joining us on 2020. Hello, Michelle. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you so much. Michelle, how do you make greatest use of the National Day of Thanks and as a parent actually inject or instill this wonderful virtue of gratitude into your children's life? I think having a National Day of Thanks gives us the opportunity to just be very deliberate about gratitude and stop and just reflect on whether we are injecting enough gratitude into our children's lives or not. I think so often times we're caught in the busyness of the moment and taking time to be grateful is something that we have to do very deliberately. I imagine that what parents do in modelling that gratitude becomes very important because on a National Day of Thanks, like we have this Saturday, the encouragement, of course, is for local churches, but also families to thank people in the community, people like the mayors of uh, cities or towns, councillors, chaplains in local schools and those unsung community heroes. Uh, So... Is this idea of modelling, ought we be going out of our way to show our children how to say thank you this Saturday? Yeah, and and gratitude really is a family affair. Children see it modelled in our lives in the smallest things, how we react when things don't go well, how we adapt, how we deliberately look for the glass half full. And so that's just a daily practice that we need to be mindful of as parents because they they do copy us and they will grow based on what they see us um, do rather than what they hear us say. So the small things that we can actually do in our everyday routines make a big difference to how our kids adapt to gratitude and grow with gratitude. When you reflect on the attitudes of our children and how that affects the way we're grateful, this gratitude issue, I know you reflect on things like optimism and pessimism. So if you can make a judgment about your own child's attitude here, does that help in being able to instill these sorts of virtues of gratitude? Yeah, I think we have to work a little bit harder with some of our children than others. Not all kids are just blessed with seeing the glass half full and, and their personality traits might be tend to be more analytical. And that's okay. But they need to be able to learn to build gratitude into their framework and who they are. And some of the ways we can do that is just to help them notice the small things in their life that they might um, bypass very easily if we don't help them embrace it. Sounds, smells, food relationships, um, 
that they can actually stop and really be appreciative of. I think as well when it comes to gratitude in our kids, one of the things that I notice is that if they can choose what they do have rather than what they don't have, things can turn out so much better for them. They can always be thinking about the things that they don't have and looking forward to the things that they don't have without really appreciating what's in front of them. I imagine that the routine of a life in families is going to be important in instilling these sorts of values. You like to identify various times in the day when parents can intentionally, it becomes a part of their own routine, to go through these issues of gratitude. What are the best times of the day in a typical family to be able to reflect these sorts of ideas? I think it's times when we come together are great times to model and talk about the things that we're thankful for and grateful for. I know that many mums get um, caught up maybe in talking about the day's problems, especially late at night before their kids go to bed. And I don't feel like it's a good way to end the day. It's not a positive mindset for them. We really want them to be ending their day with what's next, you know, um, how can I solve the problem? What do I have in my hands right now? And what's enough rather than what's not enough? And so I think if we, we save 7.30 onwards for more happier conversations and if we need to debrief our day, bring that forward in the day so they're not leaving the day on such a negative note. I imagine our children can go to bed with a certain sense of anxiousness if you don't have that positive conversation. Is this something that actually lends weight to the idea of, you know, bedtime prayers, bedtime stories? These are the sorts of things that adjust uh, the way that our children's attitudes are and perhaps even introduces this concept of, of gratitude? Absolutely. And just having a God that we know is over our lives, all-knowing, all-powerful, able to look over us and is one step ahead of us that's got to bring comfort into children's lives. I think when children are anxious before they go to bed, they need a huge amount of connection, but we don't necessarily have to connect over negatives, and that's really an important distinction for parents. What about these other times you say gathering together is important? What about meal times? Sometimes breakfast is a rush, usually the evening meal, if it is around a table. In a Christian home, it might be something that starts with saying grace, being grateful to God. But what about this meal time? What's so special about what can happen at meal time and this attitude of gratitude? Yeah, well, mum swear by having their children say one thing positive about their day. And they say, if they they don't do that, what ends up happening is we're all complaining or comparing ourselves with each other um, and telling stories about the bad things about the day. But if they set the tone and ask their kids to bring one thing forward that was positive about their day or they liked about their day or they were thankful about their day, it just changes the tone of the conversation. And when mums say to me, look, if I don't do that, things just take a downward slide, um, they're recognising they have to deliberately put it to their children, otherwise it might not happen. What about writing things down? Is that a powerful way of really reinforcing different attitudes and this idea of thankfulness? I think some families have had a gratitude jar where they all put something in it at the end of the day and then they unwrap it and read it all at the end of the week. I think that's a a lovely, you know, way to go if you've got a structured kind of routine and you're a structured type of person. I think it's amazing. I mean, you could do post-it notes and put it 
on the fridge or you could do a blackboard where everyone writes something they were grateful about their day every day. But it's these little routines that actually really help um, bring gratitude into their lives as a reminder. Michelle, I know that there'll be some listening to our conversation now and either it's our own family or it's someone we know, but family life seems to be so chaotic. Uh, These sorts of things that you're suggesting might not be happening quite so easily. But I know that there are some gratitude apps that are available for smartphones. Does that help to cut through some of the chaos of life? And when kids are actually absorbed in their mobile device, be that good or bad, there are actually some great apps available? There's some great apps. And if our kids are going to spend time online, they might as well be doing it in a productive way and be doing quality things online. So the Resilience Project has got a great app. Smiling Minds has got a great app. Um, there's, there's a Gratitude Journal app, I think, as well. There's so many of them out there, and all you have to do is really Google them and check them out and look at them first before, obviously, you pass them on to your children. But it is a way to help use device time in a way that can help build mental strength and positivity around our kids' lives. Michelle, you are an ambassador of this year's National Day of Thanks. It's happening this Saturday. You've been doing media. You've been speaking at engagements, talking about the National Day of Thanks. What sort of reception have you been getting from people and what sort of questions are people asking? Is is there a certain excitement that's building about what happens with this National Day of Thanks each year? I think people are actually really recognising this is something that we must bring into our homes that if we don't, we run the risk of having a generation of entitled kids that are complaining and wanting more but can't really appreciate what's right in front of them. So I think people are very much proactively getting their hand on this concept of gratitude and looking at ways how they can bring it into their daily routines. And look, another way we can do that is just creatively thanking people in our community who are doing you know, exceptional work and often go unthanked. So when our children see us take the time to be grateful to people who serve our community, it's showing them that gratitude isn't just sending thanks on a text, it's actually taking a moment out of our time to appreciate each other. And on the National Day of Thanks website at ozthanks.org.au, I know there are some downloadable resources and also resources that can be purchased, although we're getting pretty close now, so getting delivery might not be quite so good at this stage, but the sorts of resources that people can download or the ideas they can get about thanking those in their community, that's all there at their fingertips simply going to the website at ozthanks.org.au. That website, really very useful if you're looking for how to do something this Saturday. Yeah, fantastic resource. And it takes some of the thinking out of it as well and gets the creativity going. Okay. Well, Michelle, I want to thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us and uh, these ideas of helping our children to adopt an attitude of gratitude and something that we can all model with our children this coming Saturday on the National Day of Thanks, 25th of May, National Day of Thanks. The website is ozthanks.org.au. And I might mention too that Michelle Mitchell, who is an ambassador for this year's National Day of Thanks, has a book out and she is really an expert when it comes to parenting. And her book is called Everyday Resilience – 
helping kids handle friendship, drama, academic pressure, and the self-doubt of growing up. The book available at all good bookstores and when you go online at michellemitchell.org. That's michellemitchell.org. You can get those books too at Big W and that Dimmicks. Michelle, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts for us and uh, thank you, thank you, thank you ahead of the National Day of Thanks for being with us on 2020. My pleasure. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.